Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. 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 This episode is brought to you by Hostfully, a company that helps you make beautiful guidebooks for your listing. Make your own at hostfully.com slash pad. And as a special for Get Paid for Your Pad listeners, you'll get a free guidebook consultation after you make your guidebook. Welcome to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. My name is Jesper, I'm your host, and today I'm here with Dirk. He's the founder of IMBNB, which is the largest short-stay management company in the city of Amsterdam. So Dirk, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you uh, doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, it's cold outside. The weather is great, and uh, and we're busy, so I'm doing okay. New Year's Eve is probably the busiest night in Amsterdam. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, the week before and the week after New Year's Eve is our uh, busiest time. We had a lot of guests, and now uh, we're uh, ready to relax a little bit more. How many uh, apartments or, or rooms do you manage? Uh, we manage around 800 in Amsterdam and uh, 100 in Paris. Oh, okay. You, you manage places in Paris too. Okay, yeah. cool. And are these mostly apartments or are, the, are these also like rooms that people rent out? Uh, it's both. So we help a lot of people rent out their apartments when they're on a holiday. And other than that, we have bed and breakfast, short stay apartments and, uh, and hotel apartments. So it's uh, rooms or uh, whole apartments. Cool. So let's first discuss the recent uh, regulations that have come into effect. Well, I guess I should say the regulations have been there for a while, but recently Airbnb decided to make a deal with the city and they are now going to enforce those rules, meaning that they will actually block your calendar after 60 days in Amsterdam, right? So you're allowed to rent out for 60 days. And by that, I mean... 60 days of actually renting out, not 60 days of days yep. just passing. You know, th- this could be, if you're fully booked the, for the first two months, then you'll hit that target in March. But if you only host, let's say, five days a week, or let's say five days a month, then 60 days will be the whole year, Yeah. right? First of all, I know that you've always complied with the rules, right, yes. in Amsterdam. Yep. For example, someone like myself, I wouldn't have been able to use your services. No, no. Mm-hmm. What we uh, said from the beginning is uh, we want to comply with the rules and regulation in every city that we work in. Uh, so in Amsterdam, you can rent out your whole apartment for 60 days a year, or you can rent, for example, 40% of your home uh, the whole year round, or you need like a special permit. Uh, so our customers uh, comply with those regulations. And uh, as you said, now Airbnb uh, made a deal with the municipality in Amsterdam and also in London to enforce those rules. And uh, and block calendars of people who um, go beyond those uh, 60 days in Amsterdam or 90 days in uh, London. Uh, so for us, that's actually good news because we already complied to those uh, regulations and now uh, others have to have to do the same. So. Right, so you might see fewer competition for the apartments that you have. 
Yes, uh, I think in Amsterdam there's a problem with some illegal hotels, so where people buy up uh, whole buildings and uh, and offer them as a de facto hotel, uh, and those will at least move from Airbnb. Uh, they might uh, flee to other platforms, of course. Airbnb will start blocking them. So for us, that's uh, that's really good news. That's good news. Right, do you use other platforms as well? Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, for our uh, legal full-time apartments, we also use uh, platforms as Booking.com or HomeAway or uh, Housetrip. Okay. So if let's say I want to rent out my apartment in Amsterdam and you know you want to comply with the rules, so you're not going to rent it out for more than 60 days on Airbnb, but will you rent it out on other platforms? Uh, no, because the rules aren't Airbnb specific. So uh, it doesn't matter what platform you use. Uh, the only difference is that Airbnb enforces the rules and the other platforms don't. Right. So if you're intended to rent it out illegally, yeah, you would use other platforms. But if you want to comply, it doesn't matter if it's 60 days on Airbnb or Booking.com or any other right. platform. Okay, got it. So yeah, you mentioned uh, in London it's 90 days. And I'm, I'm kind of wondering how this is going to work exactly because I, I looked at my listing. I didn't see the the counter yet. I didn't see the, the thing that's supposed to tell you how many days you've rented out and and you know, I'm curious. What what do you think? How's this going to work? Because, for example, let's say, let's say I've hosted for 55 days, and then I get an inquiry for another seven days. Is that in- inquiry going to get blocked because it it will put me over the limit? Um, yeah. Well, Airbnb is still working on the technical side, so the the counter is already online for a lot of apartments, uh, not for all of them. So you can already see uh, how much days you're renting out in 2017. Some of our apartments actually already exceed uh, the 60 days because they're uh, bed and breakfast and they're booked for like uh, three months in advance. They're not blocked uh, because first they're going to uh, implement like a procedure where you can say, well, this is a a legal B&B, so I'm allowed to rent it out more than 60 days. So they uh, won't stop blocking apartments yet. Uh, But it's something that Airbnb is developing. And uh, the case of your inquiry, I think in the end, uh, those inquiries will be blocked, but they still have to develop that and they have uh, five more months to do so. so. Oh, because they, they're going to implement this in the summer? Yeah, they're uh, in the deal with the municipality. Uh, it was said that they have, have, have a year to implement uh, those changes and start the oh, counter okay. on January 1st. Uh, so that happened on a lot of accounts, not all of them. But yeah, they're going to implement it uh, over the course of the next uh, couple of months. Right, got it. Okay. Interesting. So what what advice do you have for people who are who have been renting out their their homes for more than 60 days? Like what what are the options that are available for them? Uh well, if you rent out your whole apartment, uh there aren't a lot of options uh in Amsterdam because a hotel permit or a short term permit, uh you you can get it. You could convert your apartment to a bed and breakfast where you live in 60% of your apartment and rent out 40%, uh which is a really a good option. And otherwise, yeah, you could go to expat rental or or take the risk. But uh, we always uh, advise people to comply to the local regulations, of course. Right, because the the enforcement has also been uh, be getting more strict in the recent times as well, right? Yeah, yeah, we actually see that all over uh, all over Europe and also in the states, but uh, but especially in Amsterdam, uh, where they said, well, we have these regulations, uh, we need to enforce them because otherwise, why why bother? Uh, so they're stepping up their enforcement and working closely together with uh, like platforms as Airbnb, uh, doing some uh, research themselves. Uh, there's a special telephone line where you can uh, uh, call in uh, illegal hotels in Amsterdam. So they're doing more and more uh, to find those illegal hotels, which I think is a good thing. Although sometimes they could be a little, little bit more tactful and uh, polite. Yeah, they're stepping up uh, their enforcement. And I think this will happen in cities all over the world. 
Yeah, that's what I expect as well, because I think Airbnb wants to make an example out of Amsterdam. You know, they want to preserve their image. You know, now they can say, hey, in Amsterdam, look, we're working together with, with the city to make short-stay rentals a, a sustainable business, a sustainable practice for, for the long term. That is a win-win situation for, for both parties. You know, I, I agree. I think they will be looking to strike similar deals in, in other places as well. What other cities come to mind? Uh, well, we, we're working in Paris. In Paris, you can rent out your apartment for uh, 120 days. And that's a city with similar problems. Uh, so there's pressure on the housing market. Um, there are a lot of tourists and uh, people start to rebel. Another city that comes to mind is uh, Barcelona, uh, where there's a lot of protest against uh, Airbnb or, or illegal hotels. Uh, Berlin is an example. Uh, and also New York, where the state of New York basically banned renting out your uh, your whole apartment for less than 30 days. So it's a problem all over the world in uh, in the big cities. And I think what Airbnb wants to do is also show the positive side and make sure that everybody understands that there are also possible uh, or great possibilities on home sharing. And they want to ensure that that uh, will be preserved and not be thrown out with the bad things. Absolutely. So if you're in one of those big cities, either in Europe or the US, uh, San Francisco, New York, um, certain areas of Los Angeles, maybe, or Chicago, this type of regulation might be coming your way as well. So it's it's definitely smart to uh, start thinking about you know, how you're going to adjust. And I've, I've already gotten some questions actually from uh, from people in London and in Amsterdam who uh, who are also you know looking for alternatives. People who used to rent out for for more than the uh, the allowed number of days. You know, for me personally, uh, I've talked about this a few times already, but I'm uh, I'm actually heading to uh, Chile soon to check out some apartments there. So I'm I'm gonna make an escape and uh, and leave the city basically but uh, for a lot of people that might not be uh, an option but renting out 40% of your of your house is still uh, is still possible um, in Amsterdam that's called a a B&B bread and breakfast right so you might need to convert you know there are there are some options but let's talk about some tips for Airbnb house because you know how many apartments do you manage? Uh, so we do eight hundred in Amsterdam and one hundred. Okay, Paris. so almost a thousand apartments in total. So I, you know, I imagine that having so many apartments, you know, you get you know so much experience that uh, I'm sure you have a lot of insightful uh, advice for Airbnb hosts all over the world. Yeah, uh, I think the most important thing uh, is to be honest about your listing. Uh, don't make it uh, look better than it is in reality. For example, a lot of apartments in Amsterdam have really steep stairs. Uh, so we make sure that we always mention that they do uh, because people who are uh, uh, not able to climb them would be really disappointed. This was uh, one of our first mistakes actually when we just started because we thought, well, those stairs are normal in uh, in Amsterdam. And then one of our first guests were uh, two 80-year-old women who almost got a heart attack when they uh, when they saw the stairs. So we had to move them to a, to a ground floor apartment that we uh, luckily managed. So be honest about your listing. Other than that, I think it's important to, uh, to make it personal, uh, which sounds a bit weird. If we have almost 1,000 apartments, how could you make it personal? Every apartment is inhabited by people. So we ask the homeowners to, to help us with that. So they give their local tips. Uh, they leave presents for the guests. Um, they show them around uh, via letter and our hosts. We have an app for our hosts so they can uh, see what's, uh, what's cool in the neighborhood, how everything in the apartment works. So we can uh, actually host the guests as if it were our own apartment. 
And I think that's a really important experience that uh, people look for when they book an, a, an apartment on Airbnb. You don't want to be in a hotel. You don't want to be in a short stay apartment. Uh, you want to be at somebody's home and uh, experience the city like a local. So I think uh, those th- two things are, are the most important. And after that, yeah, everything is in the details. Uh, so make sure your apartment is clean, that there's fresh linen, uh, that you use uh, the same linen for your guests, that you tested it so you know it's good. Make sure that everything in the experience is well prepared into the details. And those are countless. But the most important thing is, I think, cleanliness and a good bed. Right. What do you think about the color of the sheets? Uh, yeah, well, we always use white uh, because it gives a clean feeling. Um, there are also people who use warmer colors because they think it looks better on the on the pictures. I think uh, white bed linen uh, gives you like a hotel feel, which you want for a bed. Uh, you feel luxurious when you have white linen, white towels, and everything is clean and uh, and bright. So yeah, we we use that. But I've spoken to hosts who said, well, we want to be a more authentic or unique uh, bed linen, so uh, right. it works for them. Yeah, it's you know I started sending out uh, weekly newsletters on Monday, and every every newsletter contains a, a tip for hosts. And uh, my first one was uh, you know use white sheets, and uh, I, I know not everybody agrees with it, so that's why I was curious about your opinion. I also believe it's uh, it's good to use white sheets because then you can see that they're clean, right? There's yeah, nothing to hide. Exactly. But you mentioned the towels, which is interesting. I don't have white towels i just realized that my the same concept applies to towels i guess exactly, right yeah yeah so i guess the the next thing i'll do is uh, buy some white towels <laughs> and, and about <laughs> that's a good idea and about the details we have like this little strip around the toilet when we cleaned it like you see in hotels or we do just like a little sticker on the toilet roll so people know that it's been cleaned because i think one of the biggest worries of people entering a new apartment is is it clean? Can I find hairs from the last uh, guest? Or So they're really worried about the cleanliness. And if they can see that it has been cleaned, it will reassure them and uh, give them a right. good stay. Yeah, that's, an, that's a good point too. Those, uh, those little stickers that you can put on the toilet rolls mm-hmm. so that you can see that's a new one. Yep. Because even the thought that somebody exactly has <laughs> been on the, in the on the toilet like before you is, uh, even, the, even though if it's clean, yeah. just the thought... You don't want to think about it. Yeah, you don't want to think about it. So it's uh, you really have to pay attention to details when it comes to cleanliness. I think you know even one piece of hair. Imagine your your whole apartment is completely spotless, but there's one hair in yeah. on the in the bed. That's killing. Yeah, <laughs> that grows yeah. your five star view. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good, but it's gross if you if you find it or if you're in the shower and you're there, you're naked. You want a, a shower and then you find like two or three hairs from previous guests. That's disgusting. Right, yeah. So that's uh, that's something to be avoided. Host, I can't emphasize how important it is to share recommendations of things to do or eat near your listing beforehand. Your guests won't have to go through TripAdvisor, Foursquare or Yelp. They won't have to scratch their head and think about possible places right in the moment. I've been using Hostfully to create an online and printable guidebook to show my guests my favorite coffee places in Amsterdam. They use my recommendations and I'm getting fewer questions from my guests as a result. I've also included screenshots of my guidebook on my Airbnb listing as a way to differentiate my listing from others. So make your own guidebook at hostfully.com slash pad. What are, you mentioned you're using an app. Uh, that was actually going to be my next question. Like, what kind of tools do you use to manage that many apartments? Uh, well, first of all, we searched out for tools that were already available. Uh, so one of them is Beyond Pricing, which we use for our um, full-time apartments. Although we find out that um, 
uh, we could add some local uh, local knowledge to it. So what we did is actually we built our own software. Uh, we have three developers. So basically, uh, we needed software to manage all those different listings because every customer keeps their own account and we don't put them on our accounts, we manage theirs. Uh, so we needed software to talk to all the guests on the different uh, listings. So we build that and then we build in pricing tools for it. And now we have an app for our employees, uh, which is connected basically to the software that we already built. So when they come to an apartment, they see everything about it. So they see where the how the heating works, uh, where the local bakery is, uh, what the tips are from the uh, from the homeowner, what the, who the guest is. Uh, we keep a hotel register uh, because you're uh, you're obliged to in uh, in Amsterdam. Uh, but also uh, we use that to send our guests tips about the city or if there's a local event. Like at this moment, there's a light festival in Amsterdam. Uh, with art installations uh, of light around uh, around the canal. So we send it to our guests. You could check this out. We checked on the tools that uh, were available. We weren't really happy with what uh, was in the market. Uh, so we decided to develop it ourselves. Uh, and for now, it's only available for us. Uh, but especially for things like the pricing, we're thinking on uh, opening uh, up our data and uh, and share it with people who, um, who do it themselves. Interesting. So you're saying that uh, the apps that are currently out there didn't really uh, satisfy uh, your needs, and so you developed your own. That tells me that there's a lot of room for the apps, because there are a lot of apps, but I guess there is a, a lot of room uh, for improvement. Can you mention some of the some of the things that you didn't like about the apps or some of the things that you couldn't find? Yeah, well, for us, it's quite specific because we're a company, so it's different for uh, an individual host. Some apps might suit the needs of individual hosts really good, uh, but for us as a company, it doesn't work. But for example, pricing, we found out that most pricing is uh, suited for full-time apartments, uh, while a lot of our apartments are only rented out 60 days, so they couldn't really recognize on how well they were doing. Uh, so we need to develop something for that. Other things is like communication with our guests. Uh, what if it's in the night and somebody sends an inquiry, you want to respond right away. So we made like an auto message system that tells them, well, it's in the middle of night here. Thanks for your inquiry. Uh, we come back in the morning and we send them messages and now we're working as a company to be available 24-7. Uh, but still, I think speed and using templates for your messages uh, is really critical. And uh, and Airbnb has started to develop that as well. But when we started, it wasn't there. So, uh, so we made it ourselves and now we can make it specific for our own needs. So everything we want, we can basically build exactly as we want it. But there are a lot of great apps out there. Uh, as I mentioned, I think Beyond Pricing beats the Airbnb pricing system, but still we wanted to do better. So we use them, uh, but we improve on it. And I think that's uh, that's really important for everybody. If you use a tool, always keep your manual input and make sure that you use it at the best way possible. Right. That's another topic that I wanted to discuss with you, the Airbnb pricing algorithm. Because you know I've had a lot of questions from people and a lot of comments from people that saying that uh, they don't like it. A lot of people say it, it prices too low. Uh, what's your experience? I totally agree. I think there's a fundamental problem in the in the pricing of uh, of Airbnb, and that's that Airbnb has to suit the needs of two uh, groups. Uh, so they cater to the guests and to the host, uh, which is weird because those interests are uh, are not aligned. The hosts want to make as much money as possible, within reason, of course, and the guests just want a place as cheap as possible. So that that contradicts and. And Airbnb has to uh, play a role in that. And um, and their difficulty is that they want to be cheap for the guests and they rather rent out your apartment uh, six days for 80 euros uh, than five days for 100 euros. Well, uh, you might rather rent it out less uh, for a higher price. So I think there's there's a fundamental flaw in the, in the pricing system and that's that it has to serve uh, two groups. 
Well, for example, Beyond Pricing or the other pricing uh, algorithms or, or apps that are out there basically serve the host. Uh, and that's that's also what our own algorithm does. We serve our customers. And of course, we want to give a fair price and you don't want to overprice it because that will influence your, your reviews. But we don't have to take in, into account what the guest wants in the sense of pricing. Yeah, we can we can optimize it better than uh, than Airbnb would ever uh, be able to. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense uh, when you put it that way, because it's uh, it's impossible to uh, cater to the needs of the hosts and the guests at the same time. Yeah, I've be, I've been using uh, Beyond Pricing myself, and I'm I'm very happy with it. I actually have a uh, a, special, a deal for people who want to sign up. If you use code GP4, as in the number four, and then YP, then you get uh, one month for free and sixty dollars in Beyond Pricing credit. So they they typically charge one percent. Uh, maybe you get a little bit cheaper because you have so many missings. Can't so. say anything about it. <laughs> that, that is confidential. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, ask Ian, the CEO, when I see him next time. But uh, yeah, it's a great app. I'll put the code in the show notes as well. Get paid for your pet slash podcast so that you can uh, you can check it out. So you ha- you have your own developers to create your own apps. Is it easy to create an app for Airbnb? Like, is it easy to connect to? the airbnb website like does, does airbnb allow people to you know, no. to use apps no not really well they have an uh, official api uh, but they only put it up for rural markets so not for urban markets i think it's it's something that they will have to do in the future because the other platforms are uh, for example we also work with airbnb or, or with booking.com and we're connected to their api so i think it's it's going to happen in the in the future and they they're testing with it already uh, but they want to keep their system uh, closed as long as possible, I think, and I, I don't blame them. With more competition, like Nine Flats and Wimdu Fusion, you see that uh, then when when they will make the move, uh, Airbnb will have to eventually open up their uh, their platform. So I have great hopes that they will. Uh, but uh, for now, it's it's a hustle, and uh, you have to you have to find workarounds. Right? Yeah, because uh, yeah, I'm not very technical, so I don't know how it works. But I was just surprised that you you were saying that you can send automatic messages. But don't you have to connect to their IP API to do that? Or um, yeah, I'm also not a technical person of our uh, of our company. <laughs> I just know that it works, uh, <laughs> and I also know that it's hard. Uh, so yeah, we we found ways around it, and I think a couple of other companies are doing the same. But no, uh, it, it's hard. So um, for people who are listening who are in Amsterdam or in Paris, like how do how can they work with you? Uh, well, it's it's very easy. Uh, you go to the website, which is for Amsterdam, imbnb.nl, and for uh, Paris, imbnb.fr, and you just sign up. Uh, what we usually do is we do an intake. Uh, so we come to the apartment, make the pictures, ask about your needs, uh, tell you how we work. And after that, you give us the key, you go on a holiday, and when you return, uh, you've earned money. That's uh, that's basically our service. And you, co- you uh, create the listings as well. So I, all I need to do is give you the keys. Yeah, yeah, basically. So we have, of course, a questionnaire uh, with some personal questions, uh, questions about the house, and then either you ha- already have a listing and we uh, we manage it, or we make a listing for you. And uh, and of course, we optimize it. Uh, we do the pricing, we do the checking, cleaning. We have our own bed linen, towels, uh, amenities uh, for the guests. Uh, so we take care of everything. Uh, yeah, you make money from your hammock. That's our uh, that's our slogan. That's pretty awesome. And um, what are the, what is the cost like? How much? What's the percentage of the of the revenue do you take? Uh, we take a percentage of twenty percent uh, ex VAT, uh, and we choose for a per- percentage so we have the same interest because uh, the more our customers own, uh, the more we make. 
so we align our uh, interests. Also, we did some tests uh, with uh, Bed and Breakfast who previously did it themselves. And on average, we made 40% more for them. So basically, it uh, made them 20% to, uh, to hire us because of our pricing, uh, responsiveness, and high uh, review rate. Right. So even let's say somebody has an apartment and maybe they travel for you know one or two months in a year, or or maybe even more because sixty days you can do sixty days in total. You know that's not that's going to be more than two months, right? Because you do, you never get a hundred percent exactly occupancy, yeah. right? So if you're away for even up to three months, you can uh, you can make a significant uh, income. And you're saying the 20% that you charge, you'll probably make that back because, well, especially if, I mean, I believe it because I know that if you start out and you don't know what you're doing, it's really hard to get some traction, you know? So it's, you know, doing it well, doing the pictures well, doing the description well, you know, and and just creating a great uh, guest experience so you get those five-star reviews is very essential to getting any momentum on the platform. So I I believe it. I I believe you can uh, make that, 20% 20% back because even just the pricing, you know, is, is probably going to already make you 20%. Yeah. Because yep. I think the pricing is, is one of the things that is, is the hardest, right? I mean, you can't really expect from from hosts that they they can calculate the optimal prices. No, <laughs> it's, it's also where we get the most questions from. And then we get like comments like, oh, my neighbor is running it out for 300 euros a night. So I should do that as well. Uh, but then they don't realize that they see their neighbor because it's not booked. So yeah, it's on 300 euros a night, but maybe uh, they rent it out only one or two nights a year. Uh, and other than that, they they only see the apartments that aren't booked for the period that they search for. So so basically, you see the bad examples, uh, and they copy that. And we have like yeah, we have 900 apartments, uh, so we can actually test on text, on photos, on everything what works and what doesn't. So we we take similar apartments and we A B test uh, what works or what doesn't work, and that really helps in, in getting the best price and and maximizing the uh, revenue. Right, so you're in Amsterdam and Paris. Do you have plans to expand to other cities as well? Uh, yeah, for now, we're, we're going to keep in Amsterdam and Paris. Uh, it's two major cities in, uh, in Europe as it comes to, uh, to Airbnb. But of course, we're, we're planning to expand. Uh, we're talking to smaller companies in, uh, in different cities. And uh, actually, people come to us and they say, well, I want to start this in, uh, in Ibiza or I want to start this in Berlin. So we're having these talks and, um, and we're making our software and our team ready to expand to more cities uh, because we really believe that we add value uh, with our software and with our uh, centralized uh, customer care team. So yeah, we, we in this year we're going to probably open one or two other cities, probably in Europe. Uh, and after that, yeah, the, the world is uh, is our playground. So. Right, awesome. Well, thanks uh, a lot for, for your time and I wish you uh, all the best for uh, 2017 and beyond. And uh, maybe... Uh, in a while from now, when you've expanded internationally, we can do another chat and see how it's going. Yeah, cool. Thank you. All right. Well, everybody, uh, if you're in Amsterdam in, in Paris, go ahead and check out IMBNB. That is I-A-M-B-N-B dot N-L or dot F-R for France. And uh, if you're not in one of those cities, maybe in the future, you'll be able to uh, sign up as well. So thanks for listening. Of course, the show notes are going to be at getpaidforyourpet.com slash podcast. And we'll see you next time. Airbnb hosts in the US who want to maximize their profit, pay attention because Everbooked can help you do this. Everbooked provides nightly optimized pricing, a comparison tool that shows you where your competition is at, and a market reports tool that gives you the bigger picture and tells you where the best places are to invest. Sign up now for Everbooked and use code 
GPFYP to get the first three months for free. Get paid for your pet. 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 Get paid for your pet.